Has this house made a difference in your life? Yeah, I met my husband in this house and um, we might talk about a bit more about that tonight, hey? <laughs> you know, the word of God says, be strong, be courageous and do everything in love. And my heart for tonight was really to be able to speak into, into our church having courage in our relationships. We want to see courage in every areas of our every area of our life. And this is one of the most important areas of our life. We everything happens through relationship, through friendship, through relationship. So we want to see our friendships and our relationships full of courage and boldness, but also love, a deep love. And so tonight we've invited a, a great group of people to share with us what courage in relationships, courage in friendship looks like for them. I need a microphone. Yeah. yeah. Well, so what we're going to do, as we said, we've got an awesome group of people here. Why don't you give them a hand? Thank you for coming out. I know they're going to share some great things with you. So before we go, though, why don't we take a moment and introduce yourself to us. So starting with you. Tanya, and tell us what stage of life you're at. Hello. Hi. <laughs> My name's Tanya. Stage of life. Yeah. No. I, and I am single. Yeah. This is really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> um, hi, I'm Jordan, and this is... Callum. <laughs> um, we have been together for... Oh, it's died. Oh, yeah. We've been together for six years and married for nine months. Woo! <laughs> Oh, uh, well, I'm Stuart. I've been married for nearly 30 years, uh, 29 this year, and uh, my wife is sick, so she's not here tonight. So I'm by myself. So just pretend that she's here. And uh, yeah, so and uh, stage of life is ready for grandkids. <laughs> um, I'm Elise, and this is Jared. Um, we're engaged um, for about six months now. We've got three months to go until we're married. I just want to say Veronica is sick of stew. Oh. <laughs> hello. hello. Yeah, hi. My name is Mark and it's my wife. Cara. <laughs> and we've been together for ten years, married eight years. And we have two little kids. We have a three-year-old and a little baby. She's five months. Awesome. So this is our panel tonight. I'm a bit worried because Stu's filter is away. <laughs> so anything could happen. But uh, it'll be fun. So. Yeah. So it takes courage in friendships to have strong friendships. And it takes courage being single in this, in this time. Who, who out there is single? And ready to mingle. <laughs> I was single for many, many years and I tell you, it takes courage. I don't know how many weddings I went to <laughs> on the single ladies table, but I actually, I never wanted to get married. I really felt this strong call to serve God and I never wanted to get married. I, I knew that I've only got one life and the Apostle Paul has something to say about that, that we've only got one life, spend it well, see as many people come into the kingdom and spend eternity in heaven. So God had to really speak to me about actually getting into a relationship. But I just want you to know that we value singleness, that singleness isn't second best. It is actually a calling, a high calling of God. And it's such a great opportunity to be able to serve God and serve other people. So we really value singleness. But I just want to ask 
uh, Tanya, what does it mean for you to have courage in this season of your life? Um, in this season, I think it's important to remember where your identity is. Yeah. So <laughs> sometimes people put a lot of emphasis on being like being in a relationship and then their whole life revolves around whether they're in a relationship or not. And um, I didn't want that for me, as in the whole thing that de defines me is mm. whether I'm married or not, if that makes sense. My identity, first and foremost, is that I'm a child of God. Yeah. Mm, very like, good. Does, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's where right. it comes from first. So if this is right, then everything else will be right. But if this isn't right, then yeah. it's going to be a bit of a... Very good. <laughs> of a trouble there <laughs> that's so good identity because if we're waiting for somebody else to give us our identity we're in a sad place yeah. we're in a very sad place yes and our purpose in life God has called each one of us to, for a great purpose there's a great purpose on your life and to think that I have to wait for a partner to be able to fulfill that purpose is just wrong when we stand before God in heaven we're not standing before him in relationship we it's just us and we must give an account for our own life so um yeah, so do you want to say anything else about that? Or you? Yeah, and I would say keep an open mind as well. Um, sometimes you may have like a fixed idea of, in terms of a relationship, if you're looking for somebody, like you may have an idea of who you want, but then if you're so focused on that, you might miss the person that, yeah. that God has for you. He's be like, like he'll just be like, bro, I bought you like three options. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. And you didn't look at them. So. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I think for me, I had like a, a bit of a, a broad list of what I would like in a future partner when I was open to the idea. And I thought he was going to be this big, great man of God, a preacher. And um, I went out with one, actually, a, a youth pastor, and he was, he was good-looking, he was all of that. And I'm like, this is the one. And I didn't actually go out with him, actually. We were friends, and I was getting to know him. But then I realised he was actually very arrogant, and his character just wasn't what I wanted. And so I, I actually, when I met Mitch, he was not the person that I anticipated whatsoever. He was five and a, <laughs> five and a half years younger than me. I'm like, God, he's just a boy. Because <laughs> the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, you've got a future with that man. And I laughed. I said, he's not a man, he's a boy. <laughs> and I thought, he's not the, the person that I imagined. But I had great advisors that said to me, look at the character in him. Look at who he is and the maturity he had in his faith. And all of those things come over time. Sometimes we're looking for the package out there in the future. But it's the potential and the heart and the character. And all those things come with time, you know. Allow God to have time to do his work. Yeah. All righty. I'll get a chance to say something now. <laughs> Here's the package now. Well, I'm thankful God spoke to Belinda because... Uh, yeah, he had to. Eva's thankful that God spoke to Belinda because there would be no Eva. <laughs> but, um, you know, God has got to give us that courage to start relationships as well. Um, like, obviously, it took Belinda some courage to ask a boy out or for me to 
ask her. No, no. Well, we, for us to start our relationship, there was both, you know, there's that nervous time of, do they really like me? And, and uh, Jared and Elise, I'm going to bring you into the conversation because you're recently engaged and obviously started your relationship. How did you find the courage to get started in that? Yeah, I mean, I can't go past saying love you, Mitch. <laughs> Got to give you some love. Um, yeah, look, um, you know, just on a friendship level, there's a certain level of vulnerability. Um, and, and I think that that's very important on a friendship level because you don't want to start a friendship um, having, like, this facade of who you're not. Um, yeah, you want to be really real. And that is just, like, absolutely um, necessary for a relationship. And talking about the season of singleness, um, yeah, that's where I found, you know, obviously God's still working. Um, he always does. But, yeah, that's where um, I realised that, you know, I had to be vulnerable, uh, be myself. And, yeah, I mean, how good's God, eh? <laughs> <laughs> how about you, Elise? What, what, getting started in this relationship, almost getting married soon. So how was it getting started for you? Yeah, well, I, it did take a, a lot of vulnerability to begin with. Um, but something that I think was in our favour was our relationship started right before COVID or as COVID was happening as well. And um, it, that kind of set us up for having good communication because we were stuck with just texting. <laughs> and when we did try and start conversations at church, that was really awkward. <laughs> trying to get one word in or, or try and find you or you find me. It's a weird stage. But after you get past that and start talking with each other and you actually find out what, what ticks and what their character is like, the communication gets easier and easier. Um, and then in terms of this stage, because we've had that communication foundation, <laughs> we're now trying to work through everything because you need to talk about everything. Mm. Engagement brings up a lot of things and we want to have that firm foundation in being able to talk to each other and bring things to each other. Um, yeah been good <laughs> yeah I think transparency is is really important um and yeah I would just say like during that COVID season yeah we were texting stuff but just going on walks and and um and just talking and I think that you know that um the the fact that we were able to just you know get on like a house on fire really made for a good relationship so not saying that it's all like it's always going to be the case but if you do have good connection with someone on a uh, on a friendship level I don't think that's a bad thing at all very good so we've got Callum and Jordan here and um, they have are newlyweds over COVID how about you share with us Cal how has it taken courage in your relationship over the years and share with us a bit about that um well, like, I, I think um, for our situation specifically, for me, courage has really taken the form of humility. Um, we obviously started our relationship quite young. We were 16 when we got into a relationship. And um, for me, I'm the type of person that I love to go into situations fully prepared. I like to have everything in order. I like to know exactly what's going to happen, how I'm going to deal with it. Um, that's just my personality. And... Um, I think that 
what I learned very quickly getting into a relationship with Geordie was that um, that was just not going to be a possibility. That I, if this, <laughs> for me to be completely prepared for what I wanted to be the rest of my life, um, this wasn't some, you know, presentation that I could do or, or something that would last a, a set amount of time that I could prepare from start to finish. I would need to um, lay down what was really a veil of pride, I would say, um, and really learn to get humble in my relationship and not try to, as a, you know, 17, 18 year old, act like I knew everything about every situation that we would encounter because that's my disposition is that I would like to be able to know everything. I would like for Geordie to come to me with a, a question when I was 18 and go, you know what, babe, I really got the answer for this, <laughs> right? But the, the truth is, is that just um, was never going to happen because I was so young. And I think for me, God um, has really been working in humility um, in that area of my life over, over these years and just learning to not try and act like I have everything um, covered, but just to set my eyes on on God and what He wants to, to do in each situation rather than what I can try and figure out to do in my own strength and then bringing, you know, being humble, um, I'm still working on it to um, come to Geordie not acting like I've figured everything out, but that... Um, we can embark on that journey together of figuring things out as a um, couple. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. Like bring being humble enough in yourself to, uh, and it's what um, Jared and Lisa are talking about to be vulnerable with each other. Mm. Like pride doesn't want to be vulnerable. It, if you're in a relationship, you got to be vulnerable with each other. You got to build that that friendship, and it takes time. It takes humility. Do you want to add anything, Jordy? Um, yeah, I think for me. Um, one of the biggest areas I've had to have courage is actually having the courage to trust God more than I trust Callum. I think that's been a really big thing because um, for those people that don't know Callum and I, we've been best friends since we were five years old. So it's um, it, <laughs> it's um, <laughs> when you know when you've had someone so deeply involved in your life for that many years and. There was always that thing of like, oh, Callum and Jordan, like, will it work out? Like, and like it, it did, thankfully. But like, when when you have that kind of thing put over you from when you're a child, we created a very unique, um, very deep bond between each other. Not just as like, I don't mean just romantically, but as friends. Like, I there was a connection there that I couldn't explain. It was deeper than just like a friend. Um, and then obviously that became romantic, and so it became very easy for me to lean on Callum as my rock because I trust him above, like, everyone. Like, he's, like, everything to me. So, like, I think in the last little while, especially during the process of getting married, which was very not what anybody ever told me it was going to be like, be like, sorry, um, we got married, we postponed our wedding four times and got married in the middle of COVID with literally Jared was there. And my sister and both of our parents and, like, Callum's other brother. And, like, that was it. So everything we had dreamed wasn't what was. And so having, like, and Callum, like he just said, he didn't have the answers. And I would have loved for him to have the answers, but he didn't. And so for me, it took courage to step back and just go, okay, God, I need to let you do what you need to do for Callum. And I'm putting my trust in you above 
him. And I think it's really that thing of like being careful, like, like kind of what you said, like putting your identity in Christ and yeah. not in my, my husband, yeah. you know, and yeah, and really not creating Callum as my idol, but mm. making God yeah. my number one yeah. and trusting him. And I saw the effects of that in my life. That was a very weird very weird time, like very sad, but also really happy. And like, I just got married, but like everybody I love other than my family wasn't there. And it was really strange. And so it took a, a very large amount of courage to go, okay, God, I don't know why any of this is happening, but I'm trusting that you're doing something good in us. And I truly believe that it brought you and I incredibly closer together. Like it was very hard on us to start our marriage like that. Mm. And you know, like we literally went home and then couldn't see anybody for like weeks. It was so, so weird. But um, we, we actually, God actually brought us closer together by me trusting him and Callum trusting him above each other. It just made everything kind of come together a bit, a bit easier and better. And I think what you're saying, Jordan, just reminds me of how important it is to have, to choose a life partner who loves Jesus. Mm. Because what I can hear is, you know, you need that identity from Jesus, not from your husband or your wife, and you need to draw on God throughout a marriage. There are going to be trouble. The Bible promises troubles will come. And you want that person in your life that you go through troubles with to put their trust in God, not in you and not in finances and not in their employment, but to put their faith in God and just choosing somebody who loves Jesus and helps you to love Jesus more and points you towards Jesus is the best decision that you can make. Yeah, and I think too, like as in your singleness too, like your focus our focus can often be on trying to find the right person. Oh, God, have you got the right person? But I really think our focus should be on being the right person, on chasing Jesus, on loving him with all we've got, and you'll be amazed what that attracts to your life, on what that brings into your life. I know for me, uh, like both Belinda and myself, you know, before we ever entered into a relationship together, we were just loving Jesus, so serving him with all we had, and it's like we were both on our own paths and God brought us together. But we're still both looking to Jesus. That hasn't changed. And that's our foundation. And I think if you have that as your strength, then you can build on that. And, it, and you can remain unshakable through no matter what life throws at you. And, um, and I love to hear like, with Callum and Jordan and uh, Jaron and Elise, you know, just having that good, solid friendship as a basis of, of your relationship. Start as best friends. You know, Belinda is my best friend. We used to, used to being the operative word, but before we were ever dating or anything, we'd go jogging together like early in the morning, you know, um, not looking our best, half asleep, all that stuff. We were just friends. And then from that, God developed a, a great relationship. But it started just at friends in a great environment. Church is a great environment to develop great friendships. And when you, you know, when you develop those friendships, I see a few relationships here that have come through relationships, friendships that started at church or in kindergarten. Not many of us are in kindergarten. Connect group, yeah. Put yourself in those positions where you can find great friendships and who's, who knows what God will bring out of that. So Mark and Cara, you guys have been married now eight years, said two kids. How have you seen courage play out in your relationship with each other and with, as parents as well? Yeah, so um, courage, I guess for me personally, uh, when I think about courage, um, I think about the more recent times and it's it's through our weaknesses and um 
who in here loves an argument? <laughs> Look, we have over over the years, and I think when I think about courage, it really is it comes out. I think in your weakness, and um, we have very different backgrounds. Um, obviously, I'm Samoan. Kara's Australian. We have kids, and we're, we're young families, but also we're still learning who we are, our backgrounds as well, um, even our faith as we as we walk through. So when I think about courage, I think about um, support through those weaknesses. And uh, we had a recent argument, and uh, we went in the garage and we're talking about, oh, how to solve all these things. And, you know, at, at the end of the day, this argument has been going on for about eight years because we've never resolved it. And... <laughs> That's just, I guess that's us, but that's, that's real. And where, we, where I had to have courage is we, we actually had a conversation. We sat down. We shared our heart, and we were being vulnerable. And at the very end, this is the most important part of it all, is that we were, the baby started crying. So we're going to rush out of the garage to go and see baby. But we hadn't finished resolving our eight-year argument, which it literally is an eight-year argument. Um, <laughs> I said, no, 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 we're not going to finish like this. We're, we're going to pray. Yes. And that is the biggest difference because since that time we've prayed, it's like it wiped every eye. You can remember it, but the peace of God just wipes everything away and you can move forward. And so when I think about courage, it's in our background, it's in our differences, it's in our weakness, and it's, it's really resolved over putting God first and putting your trust in him. And the truth is, you're going to be selfish. You're going to be who you are at the end of the day. And like us, it might take eight years, but honey, it was worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I think for me, um, like when I think of uh, courage, I guess, um, it's, I guess, being humble. Like, so in the way that, um, I really want to do what I want to do. I want to, um, I guess, do it my way. <laughs> I always think, no, this is the way I do it. This is the way you're going to follow and <laughs> do it. Um, but, yeah, we, we've both been raised so differently. There's so many different cultural things that we have had to, I guess, compromise. And, um, w- you know, we love each other. We want to support each other. Um, so humbling yourself, um, trusting God, putting God first, um, not each other, like, one of us, um, but putting the other first as well, you know, because it's God and then it's your marriage. So, um, and we want our kids to look at that. We want to we want to show them that you know we're going to make it work, and it's not through us. It's it's through God, through His love, trust, and grace. So. I love that. I love that you said that about um, it takes courage to compromise. You know, because so much of your selfish nature could say, "But I'm going to miss out." It's not what I want, but it takes courage to trust God that if I'll compromise or even that whole idea in a Christian relationship that you prefer the other person, that you practice, I love the message version says you practice playing second fiddle and serving the other person, trusting that serving the other person is what matters, it's what works. And when the other person is also serving and giving to you, it's just, it's a beautiful way that God has designed relationship. So, Stu. Thought you might miss me. 
<laughs> Tell us about your journey of courage in relationship over the years and, and how you've had to step into courage. Yeah, well, I guess um, Veronica and I started going out when I was 17 and uh, I got married when I was 19. I, I don't think there was a whole lot of courage in getting married. Look, it was just that I liked the look of her. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and I, I didn't put a whole lot of thought into it, really. Uh, I'm not saying that to be blasé. It's just that's how I was when you're young. But now at almost 50, I can look back and, uh, and see that, you know, even if you, you weren't in a marriage over 29 years, there's lots of storms. Lots of things happen in yourself personally, you know, even at work or whatever and all those things and, and, and just in life. And, and so there are really tough times. And, and so I, I, I guess I'm sort of saying what, bits and pieces of what everyone said that, you know, um, we decided very early on that we needed to be running partners, that we need to be Team Stuart and Veronica, uh, especially through parenting and all that sort of stuff that we needed to be the team. Um, and obviously we're Christians, so we, Jesus is part of that team. But I mean, but if you're a running partner, you don't run two different directions. You've got to be running the same page and on the same level. So if one does trip over, you can help the other one up or keep saying, let's push through this. This is where we're, this is where we're headed. And we've been very um, lucky, or I guess God's looked after us in many ways that we've ministered a lot, right from when we, you know, I became a leader when I was 18. So we've ministered a lot right through the years too. But I, I do know that, I guess it's courage to actually go, I know that God and I need to be strong if Veronica and I are going to be strong. And she would say the same. Uh, and I know the times that it has been quite tough and it has had the courage is when I haven't been close to God. And, and for me to be close to God over the years, it's actually taken lots of relationships that I have of people steering you in the right direction or asking you the tough questions um, and, and being vulnerable and open enough to actually go, and this is where courage comes in to go, yeah, you're right, I am in the wrong spot or I haven't been pulling my weight in our partnership. You know, and that hasn't really come from Veronica, that's come from other people that I've allowed to talk into my life. Uh, and, and sometimes God, it's God talking through them, you know, and that helps me be right here. And then it's a whole lot easier to then run and be a running partner as well. Um, and I guess that's where the, the courage has come because, you know, we can, over a long time, you can say a whole pile of real bad storms and sometimes they're little storms too, but they, little storms can still take you out. Uh, and you can choose to be offended and not forgive and all those things that just push you away from each other. And, um, yeah, so I don't know if I answered your question. I think I did. Yeah. You did. Did you enjoy that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so good. So good. I love that sharing that it takes others in our life. You know, you might think oh, it's just her and I. It's just the two of us against the world. But it, it, it takes community. It takes others around us. I'm so glad for the role models I've found in church to help me navigate relationship and the accountability that you have when you, you're in a connect group and you have a leader. It's just that accountability to be able to... I mean, you need that in singleness. You need accountability. But also in marriage, you need accountability and somebody to help you navigate the storms of life, to pray with you and to help you. And I know that we've got a strong marriage because it's not just because of us two but because of the other people God has put around us. So I really value that about our church. But so I'm going to ask the, the, the band to start to come. And Mitch and I would love to just pray over you, pray over your relationships. So we're going to stand. Can you please thank everybody that's joined us, been so brave tonight. Thank you. Just stand to your feet tonight. Did you enjoy that? 
Yeah, insightful, hey? Some, uh, a real lot of wisdom there from some fantastic people in our church. We love them. We love you guys. All righty. We want to pray over you, so just bow your heads, close your eyes. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, I thank you for the words that were spoken tonight that were specific for certain people here. I love how you do that, Holy Spirit, that you are very personal and that there was something, a message for each person here tonight that was very personal just for them. And Lord, I pray that as you have spoken to us tonight, that we would have the courage to do something about it, to take the steps that we need to make, to make the changes that we need to make in our lives, Lord. Lord, the courage to be vulnerable, the courage to put ourselves out there in a friendship, the courage to humble ourselves, Lord. Lord, we open ourselves to you and say, Lord, we're ready. We're ready to to step up, to take courage. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for your strength, your power, Lord God. Lord, you said to be strong, to be courageous and to do everything in love. So Lord, right now, fill us up. Fill us up with your love. Fill us up with your love, Lord. In all of our friendships, in all of our relationships, we need your love, Lord, to fill us so it will come out of us. I just see a picture. I see a picture of a gardener. And when a gardener is ready to water the garden, to to water the plants, to water the vegetables, to water the, the flowers, They go to the source. They go to a a tap to get the source of water. They aren't the source themselves. They go to that source. And I just want to encourage you to go to the source, to go to the Father, to fill you up so that you can water the garden of your friendships, water the gardens of your relationships, to make them green and flourishing. But it doesn't come from your own strength. It comes from the Holy Spirit. It comes from the source that is the Father. Oh, Lord, we need you and we want you more. We want you more. Amen. Let's worship in church. Come on.